I was too embarrassed to use the main bathroom, so I used the one in the basement. I didn't want him to hear my pee stream. I probably think about how much I hate my hairline as much as guys think about sex. I can't get out of bed in the morning. So I tried this new antidepressant, and I don't think it's working. It's Kristen. Chill. Kristen, comma, chill. It's a command. Despite what my brain wants, I'm here. Welcome. Hey, hey, welcome to the newly named show. It's not really new. It's pretty much exactly the same. It's just missing a word. Because search purposes, you know, if someone knows this is the name and then I go with a totally different name, how are they going to find it? Especially for the listeners that aren't really dedicated and they listen to it once in a while. If it's missing... When they search the name that they know, they'll be like, meh, okay, next podcast. And if they're really dedicated, like so many millions of you are, you will do a hard search in Google and find out the name change of this podcast. But, you know, for the few, the couple, the three, the four people who don't have as much dedication as the millions, they're not going to take the time to do that. So I wanted to make things easy for them. What did you guys think about the intro? What, what, uh, yes, no, maybe so. Well, too bad I'm keeping it or changing it slightly as I go and making it sound better and more professional. But for the time being, that's what we got. I am quite the sound engineer. With all this time on our hands, I actually should learn to become a legitimate sound engineer. I have no idea what I'm doing. You guys probably know that because every time you turn on an episode, the volume's at a different level. But I'm just, you know, it's brushed under the rug. I think that sounded good enough. Post. So I don't know how. And then when I try to figure something out, it weighs my brain down and then I don't get out of bed. So I haven't fussed with sound. But yeah, with all this time on our hands, with what we're going through, maybe I should uh, read a thing or two. But I'm not going to do that. So next topic. How are you guys handling this isolation stuff? I feel like, as I say later on in this episode, I'm not exactly sure who is going to fare worse mentally, the people who are outgoing, like my sister, who never stays in the house, is always out and about, and has great mental health, or people like me, where this seems pretty routine, yet I'm already low, is it going to make me go lower? Can't really figure it out. But good thing we have resident consultant Jen and Kai the Movie Guy on the show today, uh, because resident consultant Jen gives a very good answer to that question, given that she is the outgoing active person with very good mental health, who actually just finished up a government-mandated quarantine, which you'll hear her talk about. So I'll let you guys wait to see what she says. Usually, as you know, in the intro of the podcast, I do a little disclaimer on what you're about to hear and why parts of it may be not great or bad or low quality, etc. Now, today's disclaimer could be a lengthy one. I'm going to try to keep it quick, short, concise. Irony describing quick, short, and concise with three words is not any of that. But we tape over the internet due to the isolation. We follow the rules. We're good soldiers. Plus, we hate each other. We're not going to get together. So we did it over the internet, and it's the first time I've done this show over the internet. I've done it with my other podcast, the Ask Women podcast, but I don't edit that, so I have no idea what the outcome is. And I actually don't ever listen to it. I don't know what it sounds like. It might sound terrible, but we've been doing it for a while, and I just, you know, I don't want to worry about it. I let it go. But with this, I get very particular, and uh, I've never wanted to do it online 
but we found a program where you can um, supposedly get good audio while you have video, but I don't know if that was the case. So the audio is pretty, pretty bad, pretty bad, um, which is great because then it distracts from how dumb Kyle is because he doesn't know the difference between 12 p.m. and 12 a.m. I thought he was kidding with an exchange that we went through and had over the a.m. and p.m. Turns out he wasn't really kidding. So anything that he has said previously on this podcast that was insightful or funny kind of loses its luster. Um, Kyle, you're not welcome back. No, he's welcome back. I'm just going to have him at 12 p.m., but he's going to have to figure out what time that actually is. So that's part of the, disqualif- or the disclaimer um, as I continue with sound quality comments. What I've learned now from using this program is when you talk over someone over this program, even though you're in completely separate cities, it will still mess up the other person's audio. So even though I can pull out the tracks from overlapping, when it overlapped in the recording, it garbles up the audio. So some things that we say go, um, perhaps like you can't understand them, basically. So my apologies for that in advance. And just know that if any jokes were missed, I actually said them, you just can't hear it in my garbled audio. I never miss joke opportunities. Actually, as I was editing this, I noticed a bunch. And I'm like, ah, so many missed joke opportunities. But uh, I can't go back and stick them in. It'll be too obvious. Um, So my apologies for that in advance. And last note on the sound quality. Right now, you're probably hearing a lot of popping peas. That's because I removed my pop filter because it made me feel like Mariah Carey in the sound studio. And I should have like a hand on one ear or a finger on one ear going, except obviously worse. She's way worse than that. Um, So that's why there's a lot of breath and a lot of popping peas. And uh, this show is pretty light because as the show evolves, or as some of you may think devolves, we lose a little of the depression, emotional talk. So if you're jonesing for that and wanting to hear a bit more about that i just posted an hour-long bonus episode on my patreon page which is still Kristen and chill so patreon.com slash Kristen and chill i'm gonna give it a couple weeks before i remove the and maybe i'll add a comma like Kristen c-o-m-m-a chill like Kristen comma chill but uh not yet so yeah it's still Kristen and chill uh the patreon and um On there, I do this episode really where I just pour my heart out. I've been struggling per usual. Some days are better. Some days are worse. On this particular day, it was bad enough that I wanted to talk about stuff, but good enough where I could articulate everything. So go get your fix of sadness on my Patreon page. And then there's a bunch of other stuff on there as well. And this episode, I kind of wanted to get into some of it. But, you know, over the computer wasn't really going to happen. But to update you, if you don't go listen to the Patreon episode, which you should, it's like a dollar. It's like a dollar a month to feed a sad girl. It's really not that hard. And you can unsubscribe anytime after a month. And if you you can do it before, you don't you don't secret. You don't really need the payment to process. So if you want to go stalk my Patreon page, just an FYI, you can 
say you're donating. It doesn't charge your card until the first of the month. So if you're uh, like, okay, cool, I got what I needed, you can peace on out. I'm look at I'm still giving. I get nothing out of that. I get literally nothing out of that. Um, but if you don't go do that, very obvious thing that you should. Little quick summary: My dog died while I was on vacation. Couldn't have been worse timing. And um, second dog I had to say goodbye to in the course of a year and a month and a half really sucked. And I'm turning, um, well, actually, not. I'm not going to say how old I'm turning. You can go on my Patreon page and listen to the bonus episode. I'm, I'm turning a year older on April 18th, and it's really not sitting well with me. It's really hurting. But after I did that episode and purged everything, I actually started feeling better. Because as you talk things out, you come to realize things that you didn't know you have your own discoveries. So as I was talking, I said something about, uh, you know, I don't have anything. I have nothing. I have nothing. And I'm getting up there in years for, you know, for not being, you know, a young person anymore. I mean, I'm not old. I'm not old. But, you know, I'm I'm changing, changing genres, I guess you'll say. I mean, I'm not going to turn 40, though. I hope you're not thinking that. God, no, no, never. I would never turn 40. Could you imagine me 40? No, not 40. Anyone who's 40 losers am i right but uh but yeah he 30s they're starting to they're starting to dwindle and i have nothing but as i was talking i said but i do have a lot of things that people with things don't have and as annoying or eye rolly as that is it did help me realize that i'm i'm very blessed and i'm in a good place and i have an untraditional life and and i'm gonna try to be positive about it and embrace it but um yeah losing my dog my mom just turned 70 years old which is just bizarre and that really hit me hard and the good thing is though uh, another update my mom was uh, told she was in remission I think now it was probably three weeks ago or something like that and she rang the bell did the whole thing and so I'm incredibly grateful especially for the timing for this whole coronavirus stuff that she's not having to go to uh, chemotherapy and be as compromised as she would have been if she was still in treatment. And my heart goes out to anyone in treatment or anyone with, you know, a compromised immune system or older or anyone. I feel really, really bad. This someone who a playwright who was a famous playwright, I can't remember his name, but I saw that he just died from the coronavirus and he was 81 or 82. And it's just like you can make it 82 years, 82 years. You avoid getting hit by a car. You avoid dying from war. You you survive airplanes in the 60s or the 50s. How on earth did people fly back then? I can't even imagine. It just seems like, what? They don't have the technology. There were no real, like, ah! I could not imagine flying any time before, like, 1998. Even though I did. I think I flew in, like, maybe 90 was the first year that I ever flew. Um, flew a plane myself. You make it so far, and then some dude apparently eats a bat, quote unquote, because who knows. And that decision ends your life. Someone else's decision ends your life. It's mind-blowing and upsetting. And um, it really makes life feel like a video game. Like we're just dodging morons and diseases and bad technology 
and this is the game, and then went went the coronavirus gets you, and like you lose the game. And I think at this point in my life, I'm trying to wrap my head around mortality and that life is really random, what happens to you, and just, I guess, something that I'm trying to learn to accept the fact that your whole life, you're flying high, maybe it's a great life, things are looking good, it's never going to end well. It's the same equivalent of when you're surfing. You're a surfer, you can catch the biggest wave, but no matter how good you are, surfing always ends with you falling. And that's the same thing with life. No matter how good you're doing and how many waves that you catch in life, you're going to end with falling off the board just like a pro surfer would. Maybe it's not a harsh fall. Maybe you don't get injured, but it's still a fall. It's just so crazy that you do all this great stuff and then you die of cancer, you die of heart disease, or you die of listening to me go on and on and on about this. And I thought I was feeling lighthearted and now I've gotten myself depressed and you depressed. Anyway, the point is basically the end's going to suck bad. It's going to suck bad. And so my heart goes out to anyone who's made it this far in their life and then has to die from the coronavirus or whatever other thing. Ugh. Anyway, are you guys ready for this episode? I think I warmed you up enough. I'm like the worst warm-up comic ever. I bring everybody down, get you sad, and then I rub my hands together and say, here we go. Big show, folks. Big show. No, it's not a big show. And um, I would have liked to have a different one for my new name and my new uh, logo, etc., and my new intro, but it is what it is. So I hope you guys are handling this isolation okay. I hope this gives you a break from it for a little while. I hope you don't feel so alone while you listen to me, Kyle and Jen kind of communicate because it's so difficult with the sound quality. Um, And remember, because the show is not super consistent at the moment and won't be until I'm in New York, uh, subscribe because, again, I have no idea when the next episode's coming out. I hope soon, but until I'm uh, around some fellow... uh, funny people. Oh, Jen and Kyle are very funny. Until I'm around some uh, fellow podcast people because they, you know, are pursuing show business, comedy, writing, creative arts, whatever. Until I'm around those people, the shows are at a minimum, unfortunately. And oh God, I should be in New York right now. It, uh, I felt like my, I had to put my life on hold when um, my mom got sick and my dog got sick. And so I was upstate indefinitely. And so recently things begin to change. My mom goes into remission. My sick dog that definitely couldn't go to New York City with me passes away. So what that gives me is permission to go and continue my adult life and look for a place of my own in the city. And then we go into quarantine. So it's like a joke. I'm, um, I'm like this. Or if you're a fan of the movie Overboard, which I highly recommend, I know I have before, I'm also going... I'm not great with impressions. I'm not a great impressionist. But anyway, check out that movie. But more importantly, rate and review the show. Five stars, five stars only. Subscribe. And even more, more importantly, share the show with a friend. Please share the show. You don't have to rate. You don't have to subscribe. You don't have to do any of that if you share the show with a friend. But more, more, more importantly, enjoy this week's show. I guess there were people lined up at the grocery store at like 6 a.m. 
Yes, waiting like six feet apart from each other. No, right on top of each other. <laughs> I saw a good joke saying something about not respecting the six feet boundary because guys have lied about their height for so long that they have no idea what six feet actually looks like. Yeah, right. I had a couple of people saying that to me, like, we're six feet apart. And I'm like, you realize we're like three feet apart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you have no concept. I had, I had an old lady come up to me. I was on my knees. knees. Big surprise. <laughs> Whatever. And a woman came up to me, old woman, and she leaned down. I didn't know where she was behind me. She leaned down and whispered in my ear, say a prayer for me while you're down. <laughs> Which, if, if you're in retail, anytime you're down on your knees doing something, old people think that's like the funniest thing you've ever heard. I've, I've literally heard that like eight million times. And so when she said that to me, like I could feel her hot breath on my neck. I almost threw her <laughs> through the cheese shop. Like I almost literally just got fired for just laying this old lady out. Well, if you're going to get thrown somewhere, I think the cheese shop is a pretty good place to be thrown. Like she puts holes in all the cheese on her way through and they're like, it's all twists. Go towards the soft cheeses. <laughs> but but <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Stab her <laughs> with a wedge. <laughs> yeah with the knife oh i couldn't imagine I it's could... the worst it's literally the worst thing in the world every day well working in retail is the worst as it is just in, in general <laughs> and then to add to it a you pandemic <laughs> oh my god i really couldn't think of anything worse i like genuinely couldn't unless you that were... was my first outing after quarantine was the grocery store and this my neighbor was there and she was like wearing gloves and she's like well you're fine you don't have to worry because you already got it and she's screaming this in front of everybody. And I'm like, no, I didn't have it. The good thing, though, Jen, with her saying that is it keeps people away from you. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they say it. If, if someone's wearing a mask, that's supposed to identify them as having it. Like, that's what the CDC says. Only wear a mask if you have it. And so they told our pharmacists and stuff, if you see someone wearing a mask, you have to assume they have it because they're the only people that should be. And it's like, no everybody's wearing a mask just because they think it's protecting them. I wish people would start wearing like Halloween masks. <laughs> yes. Like a hockey mask. People are running out of masks. It's like, well, we give a Halloween yeah. costume in the basement, put on the old, old Jason mask. Like, how about like a, just a snowmobiling yes. old one that pulled over and had the holes over your eyes and your mouth. Like, like you'd rob a bank. <laughs> Can I wear that and get away with it? Well, this is almost the time to rob a bank in the way that it's the time to uh, like kill kill someone when it's when it's Fourth of July because the firework sounds like that's when you shoot someone when it's all pop 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 pop. So right now everyone's wearing masks. It's your time to be a robber. I don't know if this is true or not, but supposedly uh, there's some bail reform right. thing going on right now that makes it so the cops like that dude stole the Hummel's truck. Did you hear about this? Oh yeah, and, no, yeah no. And he crashed into a front yard. They said he got a ticket for menacing, and was like able to like walk away from that scene because they're not arresting yes, people right now or that. something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it, know if it even has anything to do with this, but it's like I think if somebody steals a truck, gets chased by police, and crashes into a front yard, he wouldn't just be like, "See you in six weeks at court," and walk away. <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> No, my dad or my brother said the same guy was in the the uh, police station like five or five to seven times in one day because they're just letting them go and they're just coming back. 
well, this is what's great about what's going on. Take This is the silver lining. If you want to be a robber, be a robber. If you want to be a, a bad guy, it's your time. We're going to walk free. Silver lining's the uh, environment. They say how much better, like, the air pollution's gotten in China. The, the waters in Italy have all cleaned up. Like, that's, if there's a silver lining, that's what it is. Yeah, yes. But once they start dumping those bodies in the water in Venice, it's going to get bad in a hurry. Everyone's dead. Um, I actually think I like this at home. We may never have to physically see each other again. <laughs> I know, another silver lining. Yes. What is proactive astronaut? I don't know. It's calling you proactive astronaut. And it had Jenna something yeah, else too. Great. And I wanted to say that literally. So Kyle, for people listening, Kyle uh, is labeled proactive astronaut <laughs> on his screen. And that couldn't be any more inaccurate <laughs> for who you are. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Mine's had like inactive diplomat. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. So, uh, I, so I poured a drink. And it's Southern Comfort in ginger ale, which is gross. But I've noticed so far. So we're changing as a society because we're all staying away from each other to keep this thing from spreading. Maybe it is, you know, more of an active, um, scary disease than we've seen in the past. But it feels like we're just becoming more cognizant or something and we're becoming like better people in a way so i'm so we're doing this over skype because the world is quarantined right now and then as i poured this alcoholic beverage i used a paper straw i'm like oh my god we're such pussies (laughs) it's like we're caring about keeping people alive we're caring about the turtles when does it end when will this end no People probably care more about the turtles than us, if you've noticed. <laughs> well, as they should. I was just, I was just gonna say that, Kyle. I mean, but you know, this isn't my original thought. I saw it somewhere, but they're like, every time you watch a disaster movie, there's always like a nerdy scientist telling the general, "We're gonna lose lives," and the general ignores them. And I sort of feel like every time I watch that, I would be like, "That's so unreal." <laughs> And now it's like, oh, shit. (laughs) You know, that's what makes it so scary. Every awful disaster movie starts like that. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? um, That one that was just on about... um... Oh, Chernobyl. My God, I hope not. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A little optimism. (laughs) Yeah, Chernobyl would be like a good good outcome. (laughs) So I've been updating people on my on the patreon page about what i've been up to and like how i've been functioning throughout this quarantine but uh uh so i'll get to me in a second but i wanna this question that i kind of am trying to figure out is who's gonna handle the quarantine isolation better depressed people who have already experienced this kind of isolation or introverts or extroverts i mean or is it going to be extroverts having a harder time because they're not used to having this isolation and depressed people are going to fly through this like it's like it's a nothing? I can speak to that. Okay, doctor. Almost doctor. Because, no, just from my personal experience, nothing that is like from the research. Um, this isn't medically. I was, no, I was, I was quarantined on March 9th because I attended a spin class on March 5th. And two people in my spin class were diagnosed with, you know, the corona. 
And oh, I thought no one else had it except the one person. No, there's two people who had it. They're both. They're a couple. They're a married couple, and they were the two and the sole two people in Saratoga County that had it in the beginning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, how annoying of a couple are they? That first they spin together. That's so obnoxious. And then two, they've they got, would get Corona together. <laughs> right. They've got a matching disease. It's actually even more annoying because she's the instructor and he took her class. Oh my God. They're the worst. Oh, they're yes. the worst. Oh God. Yes. Well, it'd be really fucked up if a few other guys had it too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it'd be really you know, telling. You know, these I'm jokes sure. really don't hit when there's a three second delay. <laughs> yeah. And when you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just silence afterwards. <laughs> But the weirdest thing is, so it was in our community, it was announced on the Saturday. I took the class on Thursday and on Saturday it was announced that there's two positive cases in my county and they were from like way away from me, like 40 to 45 miles away. And I'm like, oh, there's no way I was near it. And then I get the email from Saratoga County Public Health. That's like they were in your spin class. So it was like. Actually, they didn't say that. They're like, we figured that out later. And I, during my quarantine, I did a lot of investigating and I figured out who it was. But yeah, it's been hard. So my answer to your question is depressed people are already depressed. And now these people that are mentally healthy are going to get mentally unhealthy. And then everyone is just going to be mentally unhealthy. Yes. Great point. Great point. You're almost going to hit our level. Yeah, yeah as we are when things are normal, I feel like people who are mentally healthy are going to hit the level of a normal depressed person on like any given day. And then the depressed people will probably either maybe stay the same somewhat, some of them. And then the whole, I think rest of them will go maybe worse. Mm -hmm. So they'll get more depressed. And then you guys are where they are regularly. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think if you're an introvert, you're necessarily depressed. Cause like I said, I really don't think I'm depressed. I, I just don't like to do anything or see anyone, <laughs> but, but this can get me depressed. I want to see other people having fun. <laughs> I don't want to have any, right. but I enjoy the idea that it's out there. <laughs> and I'm getting really sick of like seeing people on social media, like what they're doing with their quarantine and like having to be with their families and all the weird things they are doing together. Like it's old now. Or like what workout they're doing. Like I'm so over it. Oh yeah. Workouts popular. A lot of language learning, a lot of guitar lessons, learning instrument. No, I'm just playing video games. <laughs> About four days into it, I tried to tweet something non coronavirus related because it was getting so old to me, just the constant coronavirus talk. <laughs> yeah. And no one was having it. So I'm now it's like if you can't beat them, join them. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I know. In some ways, that's the biggest effect of the virus is just what it's doing to our mental states through this time, because we are literally in the very beginning of it, and it feels like we've been doing this for months. I know. It really does. <laughs> like, it's consumed everything. Right. It's just the beginning. So, if we're sick of and it. And I don't even have sports. Yeah, there's nothing. I watched rock skipping and sign twirling today. I heard ESPN's playing an old WrestleMania tonight. And I'm sort of excited for it. <laughs> and then, Kristen, we have to say this. Of course, when, like, the Bills are set to win the AFC East, the world is probably going to end. Obviously. Like, it couldn't be any more perfect. Okay. 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 Hold, hold on. No, for, Kyle, yes. Hold on. This is their year. This is not even debatable. <laughs> listen. 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 I'm just saying through all the, your years of being a fan, you would think you'd just be like, 
we look good. And no, leave it at that. no, because yes, excited. we're doing good, and now literally the world's ending, and there's no sports left. Yeah, but you're not going to be that good, even if you win the shitty AFC East. You're that's probably not going to be for. like yeah, but that's all we want. You're going to beat Patrick Mahomes. In the we team. don't want to win a Super Bowl. We don't win Super Bowl. <laughs> well, then okay, then say this is our year to barely get in the playoffs and lose in the first round. Yes, and we're fine with that. But this is honestly like the timing for the for. It worked out perfectly for the New England Patriots. Tom Brady leaves when there's no. not going to even be a season next year. Right. So why do they care? They had like 20 years together. And this happened to happen. Wait, first of all, first of all, I'm pretty optimistic the football season will, will still go on next year. No, I didn't. I'm not saying it's definitely going to go on, but we have a long time. I mean, we're talking September. <laughs> so um, I'm like very optimistic because <laughs> – my um a guy that my husband works with who's like a super nerd uh aspergery guy is it has, Kyle? has been doing a lot of research and he's like oh i give it a month and i'm like all right i'm gonna go with that yeah but he's so wrong because <laughs> if you think about how italy like they're but even you also have to remember that china where it started where and they have more people than us is had like four straight days with nobody right now. And it's only been four months. Yeah, but they could also be lying. Oh, no, I get that. There's a ton of misinformation and you can't trust some of these countries. But if South Korea is starting up their professional basketball league four months after it it peaked in South Korea, now they handled it, which seems to be the best way so far, as far as really knocking down the cases you know, but they're real. not really good. They like they they can run a, a basketball league in South Korea and not really be worried about losing the players because it's basketball in South Korea. Yeah, but, but that's not <laughs> what they think. Like, Wait, you know, I know, Kyle. I know. Remember, this is not a science based podcast. Yes, when, well, I'm not a science based guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> when did it peak in South Korea? You said four months ago. I thought they didn't even get any really. Not, no, not not four months. They're four weeks of total non basketball league is what they're planning. Like, it's already on the decline. They've gotten it under control, and they think they're going to be good and ready, like, in two weeks from now. That's when they're scheduled right now. I mean, we'll see. Obviously, the way shit changes. Well, it's perfect for us to get our summer bods ready, right? Oh, my God. I've already already gained, like, 35 pounds. All right, so that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about uh, what have our, like, isolation routines been and what's everyone actually been doing. I, I wrote a stupid article on my Patreon saying, like, just make sure you're washing your face and staying active in terms of keeping your brain busy and do – like, today I did my hair because I was like, I need – my self-esteem is starting to plummet, so I need to do my hair. Well, Kyle's different because Kyle's have to go to work. I was going to say, I'm working five days a week busier than ever. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. So – so my life really, honestly, has only changed that I hate my job even more. Now. Yeah, no, yeah, you didn't hate it before. I don't. I don't hate it at all. Right. Still not even. But now it's just super miserable. That, I, I just don't. I, I, I'm freaked out. I, I, don't, I don't touch people even. Were you touching people before? No, that's what I mean. I don't touch people like ever. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm even more freaked out. And not. And it's yeah. weird. I'm not a germ guy, but I, apparently I am. It's different now. Oh my god! You should see how I wash my hands now. Like I, I feel like I know it's the uh, surgical technique. Did you see that on Twitter? Yes, and yes. I do it every time. Yeah, I do it every see, time. see, when I'm here and I'm not leaving and going anywhere, I haven't left the house essentially for the most part in like I don't know, thirteen, ten, thirteen days. I don't know when. What's the date today? 
the 22nd. Yeah. I really haven't been in contact with any other human beings since the 11th. Well, and it's th- the 22nd. when this broke out, that I was going to go to your house and we were going to tape. And I really didn't want to. I was so glad you canceled because I was like, I don't want to fucking leave the house. Right. I know. And I had a cold and my brother was like, you know, eh, it's probably you can't have Kyle over. I mean, it's kind of rude, <laughs> you know, like. You're kind of sick. Yeah, I would have been pissed. <laughs> if you're like, don't worry, he's just got the flu. It's the real deal, but <laughs> fever, headache, cough, he's fine. But no, what's your routine when you get home from work? Well, Leanne's working from home. So <laughs> we're not asking like what you're having for dinner. Oh, oh, we we have sanitizer. We have sanitizer right near the, the door. So every time we leave the house, as soon as we get in, we use the sanitizer. But then usually right after that, we take our jacket off and then wash our hands. I don't shower right when I get home. This is a great time if you are generally disgusted by the human race and you're keeping away from everyone to have an excuse. Before, it's like, oh, Kyle's a jerk. And now now it's Kyle sensible. <laughs> no, people mostly think I'm still a jerk. They're like, this is blown out of proportion. <laughs> like, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding you. Shoppers right now are not. Do, treating this as if anything is going on. Like 90% of the people in there are right on top of each it's other. It's weird. Climbing over it, not consider it. It's bonkers. Like, I've come to the conclusion, though, and this is like been the hardest thing for me is like, there's a good chance I'm going to get this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I had to come to terms with that. Yeah. So, people who work in grocery stores and gas stations, yeah. you guys are the new draft. Like, you guys are the new soldiers. Yeah, but it's bullshit. I know. <laughs> I it's like an, an un, it's a involuntary thing. Like you were drafted, you had no choice, and now like you're put out there to die for all of us because you sell cereal. Like, <laughs> you're like those men in Chernobyl that had to go in. Yes. You're gonna melt and turn into pizza soon. Oh god. Great example. <laughs> Any one of these days. Yeah. But I in know. your situation, it is like, <laughs> you know, if, if you choose to join the army or you choose to become a firefighter, you choose to become an EMT, like you're putting yourself in harm's way. <laughs> yeah. You know there's some risk. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I want the lowest risk job. I'm going to, you know. I was going to say, I did the, like, least, you know, I put no effort into this job. I shouldn't have all this responsibility. Right. So it's like the cowards are now put on the front line. It's Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because I was just going to say, I feel bad for you and I feel bad for my brother, but I don't feel as bad for my brother as you because he chose to be a police officer. Like, you're going to be put in. I have a cousin who's an EMT firefighter, and she, uh, you know, she's like, it comes with the job. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm supposed to schlep donuts. Like, you know. Right. It's it's amazing, the role change, really. It's crazy. And the, it is it is scary how many old people I've seen shopping like nothing though. Well, I think they. I'm, my grandma is ninety. Nine, she's going to be ninety one in April, and she's a. She's like, please, Corona. Right. Well, this, the thing is, like, they're like, I got nothing else to do. I've been around long enough. I'm bored. I'm going to go out. If it's going to take me, it's going to take me. No, I right. I get that too, but the fact that they could be transmitting it to others and making it much worse. Yeah, who cares? They I want to see people. Like, yeah. It's not just your choice you're making when you do that. Sorry, I know that's heavy, but. <laughs> well, today, I so I did my hair, and I was like, honestly, this is such a good hair day gone to waste, and I feel like it's worth the risk 
going outside, not only for myself, but for everyone else who gets to witness the beautiful hair day that I am having. I may put them at risk. They may get something, but it was worth it because they got to witness a beautiful head of hair. Have you driven? Like, have you just gone for a ride or anything? Like, I did two days ago was the first time I literally walked out of the house since the 11th and I went into my car. And what what you do? I wanted to take a nice long just drive in the middle of nowhere. And it was kind of sunny the other day. And so literally the minute I stepped outside to get into the car, dark (laughs) clouds rolled in and it just started downpouring. (laughs) Literally the moment I went outside. I was like, this isn't. So you just turned around and went in? Or? No, I, so I still got in the car and I started driving and it kind of cleared up, but I wanted to drive throughout the country and just really kind of escape and just go and go and go. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't have my GPS on. I was just taking a turn here, turn there. And I thought I was just kind of getting into some like special away land that no one knows. All of a sudden, I'm in Mohawk. <laughs> I'm on Vickerman Hill. I was like, are you kidding? I really thought I was like getting away. All those roads all so lead just... to like four different places. <laughs> like, you can... Yeah. So you're going like full out, like pretty into uh, uh, social distancing. Yeah, but it's because I genuinely have zero motivation to do anything or go anywhere. So what am I going to do? I'm already like this to begin with. Jen, when are you off quarantine? So I was off on uh, Thursday, oh, Friday at midnight. So Friday morning, I was like, I'll take this one for the team. I'll go to the grocery store because we needed groceries. And I was terrified. I didn't sleep that night because I was worried about going, but it's like, and then once you get there, you're kind of weirded out. Everyone has like fear in their eyes. And like, by the time I walked out of there, I was like, eh, if I have it, I have it. Like I was so afraid when I walked in and then after I was like, whatever. That's, it's, like, it's amazing. The stop and chat in the in the in the shopping experience now, like, sorry, you nod. To, you, so, what are you guys watching for quarantine? What do you mean, like news or like? You, you, no, like you must be binging a show or, or are you watching them. Like, what what are you killing your time with? Little fires everywhere. Very good. What is that? It's on Hulu. I finished two books. Oh, books! I don't... All right, I don't want to hear about it. You're bragging. Yeah, who cares? You're banned from the podcast. <laughs> we have no readers. On- Yes. <laughs> what are you watching? Well, the, the thing is with me is it's really hard for me to watch anything because I can't figure out how to work my smart TV. And then when I do, it doesn't work. It's the worst. And so I just put my TV on like right now it's on and it's just the screensaver is going and I never really end up watching anything. <laughs> I watched this Hulu one for like an hour and a half doing the office thing where you wanted to go right into the corner of the screen when I'm out. Yes. <laughs> you're like, wait, you're just hoping yes. you're going to catch it at that time where it directly hits the corner. Kristen, so you're so unmotivated that you won't even like try to make it work. So I've tried to make it work and I have a few times. So I watched The Real Housewives of New Jersey and then I keep turning on shows that like I want to watch and then they don't play. And so I just sit and stare and then get really depressed. But when I was so to catch people up Foga died my dog died and I was in Mexico and it's just like so it was like so typical of her to die when I wasn't here um but I uh I got I've been very emotional of course because you know obvious reasons and so there I found this website and I don't even want to say what the website is because I don't want to insult the guy who wrote this or who is like responsible for this website but it's all about souls and if there's an afterlife and stuff and it's not religion based it's more like 
just people's experiences with loved ones who have crossed over or near-death experiences, stuff like that. So I was getting emotional about FOCA. So I went on this website and I ordered the book from this website. And there are like, there are books that you, that I could read that are classic novels. Like, you know, like I could read like War and Peace or Moby Dick or some like real book, but instead I order some book that's just with all these wacko stories. And so I have been trying to read that a little bit and it's really, really cheesy, but it's what I needed to try to kind of like help my brain. So instead of watching anything, I keep trying to pick up the book, but I feel like that's not going to last much longer because it's like I can stand for things that are dumb or not scientifically based, but this is so dumb that I do feel like I'm getting dumber for reading it. So anyway, that's what I've been kind of doing to keep my mind busy. You have my movie. I do have your movie and I actually took it out recently. I don't have a DVD player. You don't? No, I mean- you have a PlayStation? My, yes, I have a PlayStation. I'm always playing video games. No, <laughs> but my, you know, there's one in my, where my dad is, but he's always there in the chair watching TV. And I don't, it's, I don't dad, excuse me, I'm gonna put this DVD in. What movie? The aristocrats. What have you been watching, Kyle? Um, I mean, you've been working, but um, that doesn't stop me. Um, <laughs> what's funny is um, she's never seen. Leanne's never seen Sopranos, and so we decided to start that up. And I actually think she's been into the third season. I still, with all this time, I won't watch The Sopranos. You would love it. And I don't know. It's a commitment. The commitment. I'm. I'm very commitment. Oh, I've realized a few things about myself mm-hmm. recently. I've realized that I have problem with commitment anything that i have to say like a solid yes to if so like for jobs this is why i partly don't have a regular job the only thing i can commit to is depression everything no, else i'm like no yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah today are are we doing this today i know <laughs> nothing for like five hours five hours on the text until 5 30 well, because I was busy. I was working, doing other things. Yeah, but it's like, even when you're business. working, I know how much you're on your phone. I actually, I swear to God, I didn't see your text until I saw them. Like when you texted it, I hadn't been on my phone because I was genuinely doing something where I was typing out a Word document forever. And then I looked down and I was like, oh yeah, shit, the podcast. You committed yourself to the real Housewives of New Jersey. You can commit yourself to like a real... Like- yeah, but that doesn't take commitment. That's mindless. Like she doesn't have to. That is very. It's very mindless. She doesn't have to really like concentrate to watch that. It's fluff. No, I found during my quarantine, I had what you always say you have, Kristen. Like I had to keep rewinding shows. Like I had to keep rewinding like Real Housewives because I missed parts because I could not concentrate because I was so anxious. Well, that's the thing is uh, when you're ADD, which I also am realizing that I have, you can't focus. So I used to be able to enjoy things. And now as I get older, it's just getting worse and worse. And I know it has to do with the phone. But I've learned. So I've learned that I have a problem with commitment. I definitely am ADD. And I definitely have a codependence problem. And uh, yeah, those are my three revelations. But I have gone off my antidepressant for the past. I think I haven't taken it in like three weeks, three and a half weeks, maybe. It's a bad time to do that. Yeah. And I did it before knowing all this was going to happen. So my days have been very unpredictable, like whether or not I may like, I feel like I have one good day in this isolation stuff. And then I have one really, really, really bad day. And then I have one good day, one bad day. It's like, I've been that my whole life is built up for this moment. Like I was born for isolation. Like I was born to ace this quarantine and I'm bombing, I'm blowing it. Like, cause I'm not, because I'm getting like very down, very emotional. You're always very down. 
Very yeah, but I'm get, I know, but you would think because I'm so used to this, like this is my time to shine and be like, welcome to my world. Like, I feel like <laughs> I've been in the twilight zone for three years and now everyone else is just showing up into the twilight zone. You're like, this is my thing. It is. It's my thing. <laughs> and I'm like, welcome, take a seat, make yourself comfortable, have some dip. Like I'm, this is my space. Um, and so at the beginning, like when I found out Jen was quarantined, I almost felt like you know, I want to say like, Jen, if you need any tips, learn from the master, get through a quarantine, <laughs> be alone. And, but now I'm really just like, you know, every day, like yesterday I slept on and off for, I think the entire day. Like I didn't, I probably wasn't awake for a full, like two hours. You, throughout you don't the day. exercise at all. And I haven't been exercising at all. Cause I, I feel almost like more isolated exercising alone. Like it almost emphasizes the isolation. And so you can see like all these prison. <laughs> yeah and then that's the other thing is i've tried to keep like the the guys like in jail in mind i'm like if they can do it i can do it or if we yeah, can do i watched it. we watched shawshank the other day just because it was like i felt like i was you know walking around the yard yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> you know what we watched last night because i wanted something so mindless because i had a really bad day yesterday yes this thing has like changed me completely like i have like it's bad, but I, we watched Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, so good. It's, it's so good. I haven't watched so it since good. I was like 14. So it was you know so what? nice to watch it again. Hot take for me. I think the second one's funnier. That's something Kyle would say because he's a snob. What? It's a hot take. And it's a, uh, the Bumblebee Tuna is the only. No, the Rhino Bumblebee. Birth. The Rhino Birth is really good. It's <laughs> it comes out of his butt. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the best. But anyway, yeah, no, it's it's a uh, it's a weird time, um, and I feel for I really feel for people who aren't used to this because I know how much like my life I feel like has sucked being an introverted, um, depressed person and isolated a lot. So I feel bad for people like my sister who are not like this at all. Like this is not her genre. It's almost like she's into she's into pop music and I just turned on Metallica <laughs> and it's like, ah, and, Raya, and she's like, what is this? It's scary. Cause she can't go to work and she's got like her daughter home from school and this is not her thing. All right. So something that I obviously like, I'm going to crowbar in like the things I tell my therapist, but based on our experiences so far with this like phenomenon that we've never experienced, no one in our, no one alive, like even my grandma, who's 90, no one has ever experienced anything like this. What would you tell your therapist about it? I would probably ask my therapist if um, I could have some Xanax for nights. <laughs> yeah. No, I really. Yeah, you need something. You should get like z or something. They do ask you when you're put on quarantine, like, do you have any history of mental health stuff? But I think they should like give you something or ask you because it messes with your brain. But anyway, I guess I would ask like, is this anxiety? Because you know how like, this is not like PTSD. It wasn't in war or anything, but like, did this impact my brain to the fact that this is going to impact me for the rest of my life? Yeah, probably. Well, the other thing is we don't know how long this is going to go in the scope of it really yet. I'm sure we will remember this mm -hmm. for the rest of our lives, but if it will affect us, I don't know. I did hear something because I was reading a thread on, on Twitter about this being something that maybe the government's not really fully uh, elaborating on and someone commented something about how there's um, like uh, it's affecting the brain or something like that that they're not saying and it's because obviously yeah. it's conspiracy stuff but they're saying there's neurological effects that are going to be like long term or something oh god 
which for me, it'd probably turn out to be good. It'd be, I'd be like a good change from my like neurotic. It can't hurt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing is, they um, the, uh, they don't. We don't know what this is going to end in, but they're pretty safe to say that it's not like going to mutate or change. It is what it is for the symptoms. I mean, it's called COVID nineteen because there's been a million of these COVID viruses. It's the kind of virus. 19 was just, it was 2019 when it was discovered. So, like, it's not going to change. I don't think it's going to affect uh, other than you get it, you get over it, or you get it and you can't get over it. You know, like, there there are some cases you hear where people have to rehab for a long time, and then there's cases where you don't, that people don't even show symptoms. Well, the COVID, the COVID-19 label, how it has been, before like there have been co like coronavirus viruses before and this is just the 19 one we're saying 19 and obviously i get why like i'm not looking for a real answer to this but couldn't we just call it like the covid <laughs> yeah like it should just be like hashtag the covid it's, 18 17 nobody 21. cares about those <laughs> right it's just the covid we don't need the number we just need the in front of it but uh someone had tweeted like years ago saying something like coronavirus it's coming did you see that? Oh, yeah, I saw that. And people were like, how does this motherfucker know about the COVID virus or whatever? But it's because it's a type of a virus that's been around for a long time. Yeah. Did you guys look up what corona actually means? I became fascinated with the word corona, obviously, because of the beer. I prefer when it's called the coronavirus. I know. Me it, too. COVID is cheesy yeah, to me. Yeah. Give it a flashy name if you're going to give it a name. Yeah. Yeah. And I think COVID makes us sound pretentious. Like we're trying to have medical speak when we're really just. <laughs> regular people who don't know yeah, exactly. and we're like COVID-19 it's too movie-esque I'm sure the flu's really called something <laughs> yeah. too but we call it the yeah. flu you know like yeah like fluvid yeah so my dad's Twitter so my dad's uh this is all so entertaining to me my dad is super uncreative and he never uses email or the internet but when AOL came around and he had to have an email address <laughs> he owned a video store so he named his email John Vid <laughs> at AOL.com. If you want to email my dad, it's John Vid. So it's short for John Video yeah. at AOL.com. So then, so now his Twitter name is John Vid because now he's on Twitter because he's following OJ Simpson because he's the, his like hero. Yeah. Um, but it's just so funny how it's COVID and John Vid. Well, I'm supposed to tell my therapist soon, right? Yeah. What are you telling him? <laughs> Um, it's a him. Yeah, you you told me you don't like female therapists. I think I prefer a female therapist. I'm kidding. Yeah, I think you'd like ther- a female too. Um, I, I I don't. I mean, how could you tell them anything other than this? You know, like I think everybody's going through the same stuff right now. Yeah, but like, are you having your own experience? What's your own experience? Um, well, I'm doing I'm doing everything you guys are doing feeling all that anxiety but i'm literally feeling that and then putting my jacket off and standing in it for seven to eight hours. i've been leaving as soon as i can so like i told them i'm like i ain't working a full day if i don't need to if my shit's done i am getting out of here because they'll let you go on a leave of absence and you know they're not forcing you to work but i'm also not gonna not you know i need to get paid so um i, I i'm like whatever i'll go and Till I get sick, but like I said, dealing with that 
has been tough. Like the realization that like there's a pretty good chance at some point during this I'm gonna get sick. And like coming to terms with like knowing knowing that like it's not bad necessarily for me to get sick because I'm not like in that threshold, but still it's you know. I never won the lottery, but I'd be the 37-year-old that dies from corona. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing is I've always said I'd be the shitty lottery winner. Exactly. And so I, yeah. So if you're like nerve-wracked too, I think that obviously brings down like your immunity if you're stressed. Yeah. I'm supposed to go to the doctor's on Tuesday too. Are they still open? I, they haven't canceled it. I don't know. I went last Tuesday, but last Tuesday, it seems like a different world compared to what it is now. Is it because of your kidney stone? I did another uh, sample, urine sample, and they got me on medication, and then they did an ultrasound, and I'm supposed to get, like, all my results and check my levels. But, like, I think they could do that over the phone, even. That exactly, that happened to Paul, because he had a colonoscopy, and the woman calls, like, you have an appointment? He's like, do I have to come in? Like, you're just going to tell me, you know, he's like, I'm not coming in, and then the doctor called him, and they talked about it over the phone. So, I bet you they're used to doing that. Well, so if you go get your butthole checked, I feel like you you have the upper hand after that. It's like, no, no, no. Like, you yeah. looked at my butthole. I'll do whatever I please. <laughs> you will give me my results and my, my results yeah, in email. Yeah. I will never speak to anyone on the phone because I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. This guy put a camera in my dick hole. He can, he can talk to me on the phone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think you've showed up enough. Well, I actually, when I got back and I had that cold, I felt confused as to what to do with my therapist because I did have an appointment and I'm going to this new therapist that I love. And I'm almost going to say it so much that it's going to get weird. Like if he listened to my podcast and he heard how much I actually liked him, I think he'd say, don't come back. <laughs> like you like, like me too much. Um, no, I bet you he would like it. Yeah, he would. So he, uh, or so I was nervous because I'm like, I don't feel good. I don't know if it's disrespectful. This was before everyone was social dis- distancing, but I thought, well, it's still rude to go cry and have snot rockets all around this man when I'm feeling sick. And so I called and and said, you know, I've got a cold. Do you want me to come in? I feel like it's kind of rude. And he's like, no, I don't care. Come on in. Come in. You know, it's fine. <laughs> he's like, she's trying to get out of it again. Yeah, because I had canceled my appointment the week be- the week I was supposed to go before. And so I thought he, you know, was like, yeah, you can't get out of this again. But then I was like, hmm, does he just want money? Like, is he, is he kind of like, well, if I lose this appointment, I lose this paycheck kind of thing so is he really willing to risk it or you know is he just a tough guy isn't really nervous um but uh but anyway i did go and this was not when i was talking about corona stuff and i I don't feel like i really have that much to say necessarily to my therapist about corona because i'm just always messed up as it is so i don't think i would really have anything specific about corona except um the pressure to come up with like a new coronavirus joke on Twitter every day is kind of eating away at me. (laughs) Like how many, and then I'm seeing all these people pump out all these jokes every single day about the coronavirus. It's like, how many can you actually do? And everyone just seems so like, um, like, uh, they're like unbreakable when it comes to like Corona jokes. So I'm starting to get a little tired on that end. Um, but, uh, I would probably tell him, um, that I have this secret. I have a, a guilt. I'm not happy that people are going through this, obviously. And I want to be out of this twilight zone, but I'm kind of happy in a way that I'm like, welcome to the twilight zone, everyone. Doesn't it suck? Now you see where I've been. <laughs> and so I, I would talk to him about feeling guilty about having those feelings, feeling like an asshole. I'm surprised he hasn't offered to teleconference. 
Oh, well, he might actually because I don't have an appointment with him for like two weeks. And <laughs> it was almost like him walking into the fire because when we were finishing up our session, he was saying how he had a trip planned in New York City. And and that was like the following week. And so that was right when everything, you know, basically was going on lockdown. And so he probably didn't yeah. end up going. So but we didn't schedule appointments because he was going to be there for three weeks or something like that. So my next appointment isn't until like early April or yeah early april so he might want he might hit me up once it comes comes to that but um do you think he uh googled you i don't know and i'm curious and i have specifically not like been... you told him what you do and stuff and in the first session ends and you think he's like i gotta figure this girl out well if he did google me he probably wouldn't have been acting that impressed with me the next few sessions because he still seems like he really likes me so i think if he googled he'd be like eh well, I think he'd be a little disappointed and not enjoy my company so much because he'd be like, yeah, she's not as great as I thought she's going to be. You know what I mean? If he Googled. I think he totally has. Yeah. Well, I've made a point to not look him up. I don't want to see his Facebook. I'm sure he doesn't have social media, but I like him. I don't want to find anything to be disappointed about. <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird if he's asking you. he's asking you about this next time you meet. Yeah, like he's asking about this conversation. He listens. <laughs> like he's like, why don't we talk about how you think I googled you? <laughs> <laughs> and and also let's talk about why you think I would have a shitty post on Facebook that would disappoint you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I'm really afraid. I'm like, if I look him up and find like his personal Facebook, and then I see that he's sharing things that, like my mom shares or like some weirdo yeah. like, lady on Facebook sharing, yep. I'd be so disappointed. I lose all respect. So I don't want to. He's got like alien conspiracy stuff yeah. <laughs> i bet he thinks it's cool though because he's like small town therapist and like you you know you have a presence he's got a big town gale yeah <laughs> he's say. probably like this is kind of cool he's like i hope she doesn't get better i hope she just keeps coming <laughs> yeah like think about that as a therapist though like if you get people better then they're like not coming back to see you anymore so you want to do a good job but not so good yeah. that you lose their business yeah there's constantly new fresh crazy minds to come that's in. true that's true <laughs> there's a lot of nut jobs out there there's yep. plenty of plenty of work for them so kyle when i was booking or booking booking is like such an obnoxious word when i was texting you before about doing the podcast at my house i was actually leaving my therapy session and i was sending you a text and so this is reminding me when i texted you i was like 12 p.m my place so jen you can get on in on this but this is the sweat the small stuff portion of the show so i was like 12 p.m my part my place and you were like i don't know is that the night time or is that the daytime and i was like what i didn't know you were this dumb are you serious and so basically then you hit me with the punchline essentially which was someone who chooses the phrase 12 p.m over the phrase noon it's basically got something coming to him. Yeah. So what, what's your beef with saying 12 p.m. versus noon? No, it's not really a beef. It's just um, why are you going to put that pressure on me to have to know the difference between p.m. and a.m. when there's a word that tells me? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, listen. I, I know a.m. is the morning. I know that. I know p.m. is the night. But does it start? I would imagine 12 a.m. is at night, right? Oh, you're seriously asking? I thought you were just making the joke. Well, that's the morning. 12 p.m. is noon. See, I, 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 12 a.m. is midnight. 12 p.m. is 
So, okay. So my beef, my beef is more with you and how you're 37 years old and even asking this question. Like you're having a hard time figuring out. It could start either way. Why would I have you over for a podcast at 12 a.m. midnight? You're a weirdo. Why are you sleeping at 2.30 p.m.? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, with you, it's more likely you'd want to do midnight. No, but Kyle said early, like when, and so I was being a good sport and I wanted to say like two or three, but instead I said 12 p.m. and all of a sudden he's giving me a hard time. I'm like, why are you giving me a hard time? I'm doing it early for you. And then he's going, I don't know if it's nighttime or daytime. Uh, Hold on, time <laughs> Let me defend myself for a second. No. First of all, I wasn't really giving you a hard time. There was like three texts. <laughs> hard time for someone who barely wants to respond to one. Two, it was almost, I was almost just joking. But, but at the same time, you should say noon. <laughs> There's a term. I, I agree though with your sentiment. And I think this could be a very good, like curb your enthusiasm premise noon and midnight versus 12 p.m. and 12 a.m. Yeah, each has their own. Yeah, people should conform to the noon slash midnight terminology. And that's probably why I don't know the difference because most people do, except for you. (laughs) So if you've got a flight in your email, like you booked a flight through Travelocity, you get your confirmation email and it says 12.02 p.m., are you going to email the airline no i'd ask my mom (laughs) i'd ask my mom (laughs) i can't even believe it like part of it's funny because you're joking but then part of it's really sad because you're serious (laughs) i'm like i i mean i'm joking i would ask somebody though i mean i could find that i'd google it like if it was really no how do you need I've never had a flight i've never had a flight at midnight i've only been on a plane three four times you're missing the point this is obviously something. I'm just saying. This is obviously. The situation hasn't come something up. Something in Kyle's life that he just missed. Like he's got a lot of knowledge, but this is just something. The only, the only time you learn something is when it, 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 it happens to you, and it had never happened to me until you use that terminology. That is bizarre. So now that I'm is, learning. So on your work schedule, you know, Kristen, no one's referring. So on your work schedule, it's like you have to be. Someone has to be there at noon, not twelve. Nothing starts at noon. Oh my God! You need to live a little. Get out of the. You're Kristen, the one isolated. Get out of the house. What? Yes, Kristen. Think about it like you know, when itineraries. Like we've had itineraries where it's like 12 yeah. p.m. lunch. Right. We Jen and I have been in this world. But but you, you know what? I've probably seen that too. Yes, you have. But my thing is, but but I know what time it starts. The itinerary starts at 7:30. <laughs> so I just see 12. I just see lunch, and I see the number. And I'm not really grasping or paying attention to what letters are. Any episode that you've been on this podcast so far and made like funny, good, insightful jokes have now all been undermined by the fact that you're confused by 12 p.m. and 12 a.m. Listen, I'm not confused. I'm just saying there's an argument to be made that it could go. There's an argument to be made that we should be using noon and midnight. But there's not an argument yeah, to be made that yeah. this is allowable for a 37 year old to have to ask his mom if it's 12 in the morning <laughs> or 12 at night. This is like this is like a moot point because there's 1 p.m. and 1 a.m. and that's very clear. Right. So there's 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. and that's very clear. Right. But but is 12 a.m. the last of the a.m.s 
or the first or the first of the AMs or the last of the PMs is midnight. It could go either way. Now I'm not smart enough to handle that. Now I'm confused. There's only one way. It's 12 AM is the first of the AM. And then what would be the last of the AM? 11 AM. <laughs> right. Yes. It's not that. <laughs> I think Jen poked a hole in my face. Yes, we did. <laughs> In my head, it made a lot more sense. God, this is one of the symptoms is just not knowing the difference between AM and PM. I think you've got the coronavirus. I'll tell you what, half of it's a joke that I don't know, (laughs) but, but, but half of it, but, but when it started, I was just joking around, but I, 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 you confused me as we went on and (laughs) I, I started to think. It could go either way, but but it clearly can't. Oh my, God. oh my God, no. It's not like sex, Kyle. It's not fluid. AM is AM. PM is PM. <laughs> All right. Well, you've you've um fully disappointed me. Uh I'm sure the reviews are gonna come flying in after <laughs> yeah, that. They are. Jen, thank you. You've been a genius. <laughs> yes, I know. Thank you for adding intelligence to, to the show. You, you notice too, like Kristen and I on our screens, it's like dark and she's got like yellow and bright behind her. <laughs> like the shading's even different. Well, it's even brighter too, but Jen closed your curtain. It's so dark in this room. I'm in it. It's like, I feel like I'm an anonymous source on Unsolved Mysteries. You, well, you look like a murderer. <laughs> you look like you're like directing like a, like a, a plane or something. They're like an air. Oh, no, they're like an air traffic controller, like up in like cold hour guy ever. Is this yeah. uh, is this noon or is this midnight? I felt like Britney Spears of the VMAs, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do kind of look like Britney Spears. Now, <laughs> speaking of mental health issues, at one point, Jen, we need to talk about Britney. We all need to talk about Britney. Yeah. Yeah. But on that note, I think that uh, I'm going to end the show there because, wow, we don't want any more quality content. It's just too much for me to handle. Is this one going to make the air? It's going to make the air in bits and pieces. And this yeah. kind of, I was going to say something that has been like what my sweat, the small stuff. I'm so sick. And I almost tweeted this. I'm so sick of people yeah. being like, what is the term? Of, what are they using? The phrase, the new normal. This is the new normal. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Well, it's. It's like the phrase kiddos for you that gets under your skin. Oh, I've been seeing that phrase actually more because for now I'm looking for it and I'm seeing like I think um, they're on Twitter the other day. A woman had posted a piece of a workbook from a kindergarten class and she was like, I can't figure this out. And I'm a Ph.D. And someone in the comments said something about the kiddos. And I was going to send it, to you, but I didn't want to no. ruin your night. I see doggos a lot for dogs, and I don't like no. that. I see doggos, and I, yeah, I'm not a fan. It'll take a perfectly good, cute dog video and make me not like it. Yes, yes. Even a dog could say doggo and won't like it. No, my, my trigger is I don't see doggo often, but I hate, I hate kiddo and I hate fur baby. Oh, I hate fur baby. What's fur baby? You, your face. <laughs> <laughs> that's your new name. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's furry. <laughs> that's my that's my furry name. <laughs> well, I've had to deal a lot with the term fur baby because I've lost two of them in the past year. Oh, they refer to dogs as that? Yeah, so like I I'm part of two Facebook groups. One is for uh dogs with congestive heart failure and the other one is for dogs with uh with um 
what's it called? Dementia. I have dementia. I can never think of the word dementia. So uh, the people who join those kinds of groups are people who say fur baby. And I've had to like go with it because I'm just, you know, looking for comfort and help. Well, you're one of those people. Why would you join that group for like tips? It, yeah, literally for tips and help and to like share. Because when, you know, Hans was walking into corners and I couldn't figure out like how to get him to stop, I joined it as a resource basically. But then everyone's posting in there their dog died, their dog died, their dog died. And so, you know, it's always like your fur baby crossed the rainbow bridge. And it's, and it's like, well, I hope my dog crossed the rainbow bridge. And I hope, you know, but I, you can never say anything like that in that super like loving, sweet environment. But yeah, fur baby drives me insane. Right. Especially as a hairy human being, I was a fur baby at one point. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, this has been absolutely stimulating. Thank you all. And thank you for listening. Everyone there isolated in their rooms with nothing else to do, driven to the show. Thank you for having no life whatsoever, but not because you've done anything to earn no life, just because we all have no life. I've earned no life, but you guys haven't. Um, thank you for listening. And if you would rate the show, that would be awesome five stars, five stars only. And if you would write to Kyle and just let him know how dumb not knowing the difference between AM and PM. <laughs> oh, and if you can like my one tweet, it wasn't bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Jen had a good tweet. And I think she's up the last time I looked, it was like 15 likes. I got news for your, your uh, Amelia Bedelia one was better. Oh yeah. That was I funny. Oh. You such isn't Amelia Bedelia just autistic? Well, no one likes that. No one likes that. I like that. Thank you. I appreciate I that. that. I thought that was a good one. I didn't know about Amelia Bedelia, but then when I Googled and she, yeah, then it was like, you know, I was like, oh, that's a great tweet. Maybe I'll tweet. I'll read such that. good books. Yeah, retweet that, please. We get them read to us, Kristen, in library. That you don't remember? That? I was I was already listening to podcasts. I had had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so when I was first quarantined, I'm like, I'm going to put my energy toward Twitter, and that lasted two days. You did good. Yeah. You had two really good tweets. I had a night last night where at, like, 4 o'clock, I turned uh, Twitter off for the rest of the night. Yeah, I had to delete Twitter off my phone for a few days because it was driving me so insane. And it was yeah. good, three really good days. I actually had some self-esteem, got some stuff done. I tweeted that. And then the minute I put it back on my phone, I reverted back into I really think part of my problem is social media and I do think I'd still have my own issues if I didn't you know if social media was never invented but definitely uh definitely not helping for sure and uh yeah. it felt really good to delete it for three days but I'm back because I'm glutton for punishment well there's I'm new uh new information on the uh Taylor Swift Kanye beef so you had to get back on Twitter oh well that's why <laughs> for sure what was it I I don't know I don't know I know something new came out about something I don't know that doesn't interest me at all me neither Taylor Swift there's something so blah about both Taylor Swift and Kanye West to me they have no charisma neither of them to me mm-hmm. I don't get the thing with Taylor Swift she's super flat on the page I'm not talking chest wise. Literally, she just does not jump off the page to me at all. And I've never, I couldn't even tell you one of her songs. I know I've heard them, but I don't know which ones are her. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. See, I had no idea that that was Taylor Swift, but of course I knew. Oh, really? Yeah, I swear to God. I'm swiftly forgetting about her, though, and uh, moving back to the uh, ending yeah. of the show. Thank you again for listening. 
and share the show with a friend. Share the show with a friend. Okay. Get a friend if you don't have one. Just share the show. Or an enemy. <laughs> or an enemy. So what's the difference? I don't know the difference. Look at you two. You're like my mortal enemies. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, ready? Ready for the closing? <laughs> if they're too far, read Twitter. Oh, yeah. Favorite Jen's tweet at Ifner24. That's how your mom would promote her Twitter. <laughs> Just everyone retweet it and things will be better. It will. It's the it's the cure. <laughs> Corona, will, Corona will go away. And tweet at Kyle at Filthy Kyle on Twitter to tell him the difference between AM and PM. Okay. Thank you for listening. And remember, stay bored enough to listen. I'm not too bored. bored. <laughs> Bye.